Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, February 25th, 2016, and welcome to the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchow, back on the line here with you on uh, what has so far proven to be a very action-packed week here in the radio network, and action just keeps right on coming here, of course, with tonight <clears throat> is no is no exception here. The second installment, uh, this is episode, believe it or not, guys, number 35. So uh, the big 3-5 here tonight here, guys. So we're another another big milestone here. Uh, also joining me here this evening, of course, to help me uh, fulfill this action-packed evening, <clears throat> is once again, uh, <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick myself in the rear for, for probably singing this, um, um, uh, reunited, I guess you could say, would be the best term I can use for this. Uh, does it feel so good? I, I'm sure it does, but I'll, I'll let these two guys actually uh, say that for themselves. I'm referring to exact, um, specifically the team duo known simply as King Ice. And, of course, I'm referring to <clears throat> the one and only King NWO GTS, Gerard T. Smith, uh, the two, uh, 2014 WCWUS Hall of Famer, of course, the mainstay of the radio network, the COO of WCWUS, <clears throat> also his partner, the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo, of course, from Raw Radio, in the Outlook, and also Wrestling Revisited. Also joining us on the line here from Raw Radio and Wrestling Revisited, it is uh, Big Diesel himself, Gregory Kramer. Also joining us on the line here uh, from my uh, neck of the woods here, the hometown of WCWS Trinity, North Carolina, Big Bad Bob Ziegler. <clears throat> and also uh, joining us on the chat box tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross, also from Raw Radio, and also via Skype here tonight, 
the last kicker herself, Anne-Marie Rockenbach. Uh, ladies and I should say lady and gentlemen, I don't know if it makes any sense, but I'm, I'm uh-huh. sure it does. Welcome to episode number 35 of NWO Wolfpack. It's a pleasure. Good to be here. And of course, we we have to we have to kick it off with those infamous two words. And I think we all know who can who can really uh, who can really kick us off. So, my man, take it away. Hey, yo. <laughs> yes, you guys really you have to show really pumped to get the blood pumping everybody here tonight. And that's what we love to hear tonight, here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, King Ice will be bringing you your news of the day. <clears throat> of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, will be bringing your rest in history for this date as well. And then, of course, tonight, a double dose here, of course, of, the re- of our wrestling trivia pay per view series, Revolution Reborn, as, of course, we finish a match from last night. <clears throat> As Kendrick Lowdown Smith will, of course, be uh, from I believe this from Tuesday night. If I'm not too much mistaken here, yes, yeah. uh, yes, from 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 Tuesday night. That's right. Uh, as he will uh, uh, come back on to fin- to finish defending the NXT US World Heavyweight Title against Big Bad Bob Ziggler, <clears throat> and uh, also uh, tonight here, of course, speaking of Big Bad Bob Ziggler, he will team up with. The last kicker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, who had one heck of a battle here last night on the Wednesday edition of, of Revolution, uh, <clears throat> as they as they tried to, of course, grab the top heel world tag team titles. But, but, but in order to do that, they'll have to get by the Attitude Duo. Of course, I refer to King NWO, Gerard D. Smith, and the one and only Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Revolution Reborn will be heated up here tonight as we have two matches in one right here on one show. And if you care to join us for anything, discuss anything, you know, we have we talk about here tonight here on Wolfpack, or <clears throat> as always, please feel free to give us a call here. <clears throat> phone number for any, all the shows in the radio network is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. That call ID this tonight is one three eight five two one pound. And please, by all means, just um, let's press that one if you have any. Uh, comments or quotes you want to leave us with, leave us with tonight, and we'll be glad to bring it up right here on the air. So, so let's go ahead and get right down here to and get right down into the mix of things as King Ice brings us our wrestling news and views of the day. And of course, to start all off with, once again, is the all is the one and the only infamous. I can't think of any other thing I can say except those things. King NWO himself. The one and the only Gerard T. Smith, GTS, my man, get us going. Alrighty then, let's get started. See what we got going for today. So, as noted, Shane McMahon has revealed on Twitter he's been training. With my my Thai coach and our film nurse, wow, that's a mouthful. In preparation for the Undertaker, Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania Two, looks like Shane is really working hard to get back in shape. As he tweeted this video, wow, yeah, he's uh getting back in shape. 
And another note, Shane McMahon will be on Monday Night Raw. And I think reported last night, my buddy JD said that, well, hold on, not loading now, that Seth was single, I don't know if this is just saying that or they really, Seth Rollins is now on the market and him and former diva, well, ex-diva, Zara recently broke up, according to TMZ. Zara, who was involved in the Rollins nude photo scandal a few years back, revealed on Instagram she has moved into a new place, and we know that they were living together at one point. Rollins continued to rehab his knee injury. We heard nothing about him returning anytime soon. At least, last word... He was expected to miss WrestleMania 32. WWE continues to book Daniel Bryan for live event appearances. Brian has been announced for the April 19th WWE SmackDown tapings from London. WWE UK tweeted the following. London, get ready to welcome Daniel Bryan on April 19th. Atlanta, Atlanta, the Atlanta Journal recently spoke with AJ Styles for Tuesday. WWE SmackDown tapings in Atlanta. The full interviews at this link. Making it to the WWE. I know I took a long route to get here, but it was worth it. The lining, the timing was perfect when it came to my career. I'm ready, and I'm ready to be in the WWE superstar. What he looks forward to when he's coming off the road. I have four kids and a wife. I love them. The first thing I want to do when I come back to town is get home, hug them, squeeze them. I have a one-year-old daughter. She's amazing. So I want to get home, take them out to dinner, have family atmosphere. There's nothing like spending time with your family at home. That's life. That's life to me. There's only one thing more important than family, and that's God. The rest is all them. His reputation in the WWE locker room. I didn't expect the wrestler to be so open to coming in. These guys bust their tails, make a lot of sacrifices to be here. 
And then here comes the guy out of nowhere. Sometimes you walk into a locker room, and then you'll get, what's this guy doing here? And WWE is not like that at all. They welcome me with open arms. I can't describe how great the locker room is. This is WWE successful because they have a locker room that gets that gets it done. The guys get it and understand. They're ready to get out there and work. They know we're in the entertainment business. They respect what I've done. You don't see that everywhere. And I will now hand it over to my tag team partner, JD. All right. Thank you very much, there. And uh, like I said, like you mentioned, Howard, we will see Shane McMahon in two weeks. Howard on Raw, of course. The Undertaker will be on this week. Of course, Shane next week, not this coming week, but a week from Monday in Chicago. Uh, also, however, not much else to report. However, like you mentioned, Howard, I mean, you kind of covered all the bases. Howard, Daniel Bryan will be doing the. Live event April 19, which is SmackDown in London, of course, a few weeks after WrestleMania at the O2 Arena. He's already advertised for that. And uh, other than that, however, um, not much else to report, however. It's gonna it's been one of those days, however, needless to say. So uh, that's about it. Uh, King Ice, uh, thank you very much there, gentlemen, for bringing us here the news of the day. Uh, like you said, not a whole lot, but... Every little bit, you know, is better than nothing. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for bringing that here to us. Uh, of course, uh, John, Human Surplus Machine John Gross has our resident history for, the, for the, uh, this day, February 25th. I'll go ahead and start reading it. Uh, he's got a few things here. Had to revamp it a little bit, but uh, he um, he's he's got he's got it on the got it down got it on tap here for us. Uh, <clears throat> okay, he said on this date in 1990. Wrestle War 1990 Wild Thing had took place. Ah, my neck of the woods here in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Of course, uh, one of the big hotbeds of wrestling. Yes. Okay. Of course, this match, this this right here, uh, saw Ric Flair defeating Lex Luger by countout to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> also on this date, 1995, Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko defeated Sabu and the Tasmaniac to win the ECW Tag Team Titles. On the same night, Terry Funk made his return to ECW. Hmm. Okay. Uh, on this, also on this day of 2001 at uh, No Way Out, the Big Show win, uh, d- uh, de- defeated Raven to win the Hardcore title. Uh, Triple H defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin in a three stages of hell match. Austin won only one fall, but Triple H won two straight. Okay. Uh, and also, The Rock defeated Kurt Angle to win his sixth WWE title on that same night. Okay. That was actually the last time Jerry the King Lawler, too. Okay, was that the last time that Jerry Lawler did commentary for a little while? Yes. Okay, I see. So that was in Las okay. Vegas. Right, okay. On the, also, this day of 2013, ah, here we go. John Cena and CM Punk wrestled for a number one contendership spot at WrestleMania. As uh, and John says, as he concurs, best matchup between Cena and Punk. Yes, <clears throat> and also he's got uh, uh, two or three birthdays. One of which is kind of a bittersweet one, but I will definitely read that off. Uh, today is uh, Maria, I think former WWE diva. I think she's now in Ring of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, she TNA. is 34. Oh, she's in TNA. I'm sorry. Thank you very much, Gerard. Yes. 
She was in Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, for a brief yeah, time. Yeah, she was in yeah. Ring of Honor. Her and her right husband, now. Mike Bennett, uh, the Miracles in TNA now. Yeah. Right, they're TNA. Okay, that's right, TNA. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir, Gerard. I'm, okay, a little bit behind her. But anyway, she turns 34 years old. Uh, <clears throat> and here's the bittersweet birthday. Today would have been the 45th birthday of the late Sean O'Hare. Yep. Huh. Oh, wow. And also, Johnson, he almost forgot there was one other birthday. And, guys, you would not believe who it is. <laughs> I, I will give one. I, I don't say anything. I'm going to give one clue. One clue. Woo! The nature boy. Yes. Yes. Believe it or not, guys, y'all gonna y'all gonna flip when I tell you how old he how old he is today. Sixty-seven. That's right. What? Well, you <coughs> spoiled it, man. Sorry. Do that. <laughs> but it's also you know, but but Greg also put up too. It's a kind of a very sweet birthday too. George Harrison, one of the Beatles, also with a birthday today. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was yeah, but and Gerard, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick you on JD. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, today we're sixty-seven. I didn't think he was that old. Wow, I thought he was a little bit older than that. Space Mountain's gonna be open well until dawn now. I mean, it has been open basically uh, all day. <laughs> she got that right. But he is older than um, he is still older than um, I think Hogan. Now, Hogan is in his 60s as well, right? Yeah, Hogan was born in August of 53. Right, so he turns, he's 60, what, two, three? Yeah, 62 last year, yeah, he'll be 63 this year. 63 this year, okay, so, okay, right, okay, okay, right, right, so, huh, wow. You got to call MLD, Howard, and take her out on the night on the town. <laughs> Woo! <coughs> yes. Unbelievable. Ric Flair turned 67 years old. I figured he'd be older than that. And he's still... And he, yeah. And surprisingly, surprisingly enough, you know, you know, some people... I mean, he is... I mean, we've all, we all said it. You know, out of all those who are still alive who are no longer wrestling, you know, I mean, he's got to be up there. He's got to be one of the oldest, if not the oldest, though, right? Mm-hmm. Him and Terry Funk and uh, Hogan and... And uh, those guys, yeah. Funk would be older than Flair, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, because Funk, I think, was born in 41, I want to say. 41 or 42, I think it was. And Terry's, like, in his 70s. I know that for a fact. So Terry's even older than Rick. So he's still out there active. And and he's not wrestling, I'm sure, not that much anymore, obviously. But, I mean, well, he's, he's probably on his tenth or twentieth retirement, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're probably you're probably yeah. I, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, 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 John, thank you for uh, anything else to report there, bud. Before we continue forward. Man, this blows my mind. He's only sixty-seven. I figured he he would be up there along with Funk. Okay. I might have to watch Rick Flair's DVD tonight. And, uh, of course, as John says, in the most infamous words of Dean Ambrose, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he put it, nope. He says, in my best Dean Ambrose impression, uh, impersonation. Okay, yeah. Very good, John. Very good impersonation. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, John, thank you very much for providing us with the uh, history and birthdays here tonight. And, of course, uh, of course, King Ice, Gerard, and J.D., thank you very much, dear gentlemen, for providing us with uh, with the news of the news of the day. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. 
This is, of course, the second installment, episode number 35 of the WWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. Excuse me. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. And, of course, like I said, on the line with me here tonight is, of course, the duo known simply as King Ice. Of course, I have uh, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith. Of course, he is a 2014 Hall of Famer. He is also, he is also, of course, the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WWS. Of course, his partner is the Iceman J.D. Jared Dramba, who is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. But of course, he's also part of Raw Radio uh, in the Outlook and also Wrestling Revisited. Also joining us here on the line here is Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, of course, <clears throat> from Rock Radio and Wrestling Revisited, and also uh, from, uh, um, from my neck of the woods here, the home of w- WCWS Trinity, North Carolina, Big Bad Bob Ziegler, uh, and also uh, on the chat box here tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, gentlemen, we continue to wait, and also on, on I forgot, I almost forgot, on Skype here tonight, Yes, the last kicker herself, Anne Marie Rockenbach, is also joining us as well. Uh, I didn't I did want to. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to forget her. She had to step away from him, but I almost forgot. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, last night. Uh, speaking of which, we have to. We have to uh, uh, talk about it, and uh, I'm sure. Um, and Bobby is still probably. Bobby is still uh, uh, feeling pretty darn good here. As last night, uh, and and Gerard, I'm glad you were on hand last night to, to, to listen in on this, that uh, Big Bad Bob Ziggler picked up his first championship here in the Trivia Title Series as he gets by, by, by a margin of one point, one point, gets by the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, to pick up the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Championship. Bob, uh, how are you feeling there a, day, a, a night later there, partner? I'm feeling pretty good right now. Uh, am I to assume you're holding on? To, am I to assume you're holding on to that belt right now? Yeah. You are holding on to that belt. He's <laughs> he can't let that belt go. <laughs> he can't let it go. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but that was a good. That was a great match. Yes, it was. So, yeah, that was a good. But yes, uh, and by Bobby and Ann, like I said, we're just like I said, neck and neck right there, and. Uh, it was absolutely tremendous. Uh, so, like I said, uh, you know, coming off of, of, off of a tough win, a tough loss last week, uh, of course, losing the world TV title to Michelle, to the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, but coming back here last night to pick up the Indy U.S. world title. But that, but uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> of course, like I said, we, uh, like I said, there are plenty more, plenty more pieces of gold out there yet to get to, uh, to go after here, so I mean, I, so everyone's not going to be left out in the cold here. So everyone's going to have equal opportunities here, as I say. That's why I want to create. That's why I want to create bigger. That's why I want to create more and more championships. <clears throat> so that, that way, everybody will have their opportunity. So, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we continue, like I said, to wait for. Uh, as we said earlier, we are are going to finish off the NXT US World Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, we are still waiting the arrival of the NXT US World Champion uh, Kendrick Lowdown Smith. He has not he has not yet arrived, and also <clears throat> we are still also waiting the arrival of Gerard's tag team partner in the Attitude Duo, uh, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodge. She has not made it on either. We're still waiting their arrival. 
Gerard, I got to ask this question because I was talking to JD about this last night. Um, I want your take on it. I don't know if you had a chance to really hear it or not, but I want to get your take on this. The angle on Monday Night Raw of the return, the return of Shane McMahon. The question, the question I have for you about that, Bud, is: was it, was it, was this an unexpected angle for them to go with? Yes, it was because they were trying to do a few other things, like they tried to do the Sting versus Undertaker was first. And Sting got hurt, and then they yeah. tried to do John Cena and the Undertaker, which I didn't want to see. So I'm, uh, then John Cena got hurt, so they had to go with something new, something like fresh, something unexpected for people to be shocked, which they did. So right. yeah, um, I was kind of bitter at first because Shane McMahon, because well, he left, he sold all his. Uh, stock he like he's been gone for what four or five years mm. and he didn't want right. to be a part of WWE or anything and so it kind of grinds my gears now he's back so but I kind of mm. got over that so right right and uh the stipulation I guess has been made and I, I guess it's uh, they'll probably find this going in towards WrestleMania I guess if Shane McMahon defeats The Undertaker, that he will get control of Raw. Is that what we're pretty much hearing now about what uh, yeah. about, about, yep. about this match? I mean, um, any uh, uh, and thank you very much. He said yes as well. Okay, yeah. Everybody saying yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but uh, but uh, I mean, do you, but was it? Do you think this is a good angle to work with with Shane McMahon going out to be the one going after The Undertaker this time? Oh, it's all they got. Uh, who else are you gonna put against them? Uh, like, and then, uh, like, I think JD reported the other night. So, I guess Shane's gonna take over Ron, and somebody, hopefully, let it be Paul Heyman that takes over SmackDown. And then they're gonna have like a draft again and everything, and break them up. I guess maybe that's what I'm hearing. That's what I think JD reported. Yeah, the I other did. Night. I did say something about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think that's what this is all about, that eventually Shane McMahon will win control of Raw, somebody else will win control of SmackDown, and then they'll go back to the brand the brand extension thing that they did a few years ago? That's what it looks like. But let's hopefully Paul Heyman run SmackDown. Sure. Sure. I mean, now, I mean, he's on the roll with Brock. I mean, why not? I mean, sure. Well, he's great on Mike. He can go out there all the time and uh, be the general manager or whatever. They should have that again. Um, yep. I don't know why they kind of stopped that. I, I thought it was kind of cool they did that. Uh, and we all know he can talk on the mic. Oh, certainly. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, and also, I brought, this is something else I brought up to Gerard, because we, we had all talked about this. Uh, of course, we did this during our preview show for Fastlane, but uh, of course, we all thought we all had had some sort of inkling, some sort of um, some sort of, of theory, some theory going on that it was a possibility that somehow Goldberg was going to make his return and be the one to face the Undertaker. 
but of course, the only indication that 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 wasn't happening obviously was the fact they weren't doing any real big promos on it. It was either that's kind of a fair assessment. Yeah, and there's still rumors I hear that Goldberg might help Shane McMahon beat the Undertaker. I don't know. I heard some other rumors. Uh, I think JD reported last night that uh, I told him that. Uh, Bulletproof, well, I don't know if they're going to call it. They should call him that. I hope they do. Bulletproof will help Shane McMahon. That's Finn Balor, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson. So we don't know who's going to help Shane, maybe. or Shane right. needs help because, I, you know, he's 46 years old. Well, Undertaker's like going to be 51, too. But yeah. they're both, uh, uh, you know, well, Undertaker being, he's wrestled, but Shane hasn't wrestled in five or six or I don't know how many years. Right, yeah, certainly. Certainly. Um, so so obviously then that then, then I was gonna I was gonna pose this upon you upon look, I'll say it a minute, Gerard, as soon as I get my tongue untied. Yeah. But but what I was gonna say here is that obviously that Shane felt a little bit calm and cool and collected when when his dad <laughs> when his dad announced that uh he that he was gonna face that Shane was going to face the Undertaker at WrestleMania. He didn't seem to flinch or anything like that. I mean, could that be an indication that he's got something up his sleeve? For sure, he's a McMahon. Of course, obviously. Well, I was thinking that Shane could be the Undertaker, make Undertaker It's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens with that. Like you said, Gerard, they're already up in eight. So, I mean, so, so who they get? I mean, you said, you said Bulletproof, who you said is, is what they're renaming Bullet Club here, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, they can't name it Bullet Club because I guess Japan, uh, the Japan organization owns that. They can't name it Bowler, uh, Bowler, uh, Ballard Club because, uh, Already a college like uh, WWE put in for that because I guess that's what they were going to call it, and then a college stopped them, saying we already have that name, so you can't name it that. So I guess they're going to have to go with Bulletproof, and uh, I kind of dig the name. Sure, yeah, that's a great name. Uh, but um, <clears throat> but uh, so you're thinking them or possibly may, or possibly. This may be when we might see possibly the return of Goldberg, maybe. I don't know. I mean, this has been some phones out here. I mean, at WrestleMania, pretty much anything can happen. I mean, we've all seen that before. Right. So. But the thing is with Goldberg, I'm just getting, like, because I hear he's coming to WWE, and then I hear he's going to TNA, and then he's going to WWE, and then he doesn't show up anywhere. So, sure, And yeah. I think he's a little bitter, actually, uh, about wrestling like, all together, so, like, because yeah. uh, uh, last night I stayed up till like, 3.30 in the morning watching, a, I guess it's just called Jericho, like, the the biopic thing about yeah. Jericho's life, but it's 2010 one. Okay, yeah, I seen that. That was pretty good. And uh, they had Goldberg on there, and Goldberg, he, well, he was bitter back then, but I guess... He might be a little bitter now too, but uh, uh, 
every time I see Goldberg in an interview, well, back a couple years ago, he's always like, he's always bitter and talking about like how he should have, you know, when kept his streak and kept going and all this. And so I don't know if we'll see him back in wrestling or not, really. But I just wish he'd show up somewhere because. These reports all the time. Oh, he's gonna show up in TNA or. Right. Yeah. Oh, I would, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I mean, if we don't see him, it may not be a whole big time surprise. I mean, it may maybe a big time surprise if he does. But I mean, if he doesn't, then I'm well, not sure. I'll... He'll Go get ahead. the he'll get the reaction. He'll get the. Because when a superstar for a long time, look, look at Shane McMahon, he was gone for a long time. Of course they're going to get big pops and big uh, reaction because they haven't been there for five years or whatever. So if Goldberg shows up somewhere, yeah. he's going to get a big reaction. And uh, he had a few few fans. I guess you're the big fan. <laughs> no, of course, yeah. <laughs> and it's been, about what, 12 years since he actually stepped in the WWE ring. Last time because he wrestled Brock at WrestleMania 20. And here we are now at WrestleMania, what, 32? So, I mean, but he's not getting any younger either. He's up there in age, too. Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. Oh, most definitely he is. Yeah. I've seen some videos. I mean, of course, there's one video, of course, in Gerard. I think you know if you've seen it or not on YouTube. Him quoting this saying that, you know, that he has, for, he has forbade his son from even competing if he ever wants to wrestle, not to go wrestle in the WWE. He has said that. Yeah, I heard that. That's what I mean. Uh, he badmouthed though to be bad, and then, and then I hear he's coming back, and I'm like, nah, he'll show up in TNA. But I haven't seen that either. So can TNA sure. afford him? I don't think he, they can. I mean, if he had a chance anywhere, it would, would be WWE, not not TNA, obviously. So, I mean, I don't think even Ring of Honor would be able to afford him. So, I mean. Yeah, but okay. that's what I mean. This is what grinds my gear. You haven't been in wrestling for 12 years. Like Carlito. We'll go back to the Carlito thing. Carlito hasn't been in wrestling for so long. WWE offers him a lowball deal. Gives him a little bit of money to come in and he's like no, I need more money. And Goldberg I bet you'll be the same way. He'll be like oh, I want lots and lots of money. You haven't did anything in 12 years. Right. Come out the warrior thing from a long time ago. Oh, exactly. They're going on their name from decades ago that doesn't really mean anything like and like same with james storm james storm thought he could come to wwe and get tons of money and they lowballed him and he left yep. and tna paid him more apparently yep and of course beer money has been reformed obviously so there you go and i like that so i'm good he went back yeah there you go <laughs> there you go that sounds good that sounds good and ladies and gentlemen, we continue to wait. Like I said, the arrival of, of uh, like I said, two of our two of our folks here expected here tonight for our two upcoming matchups. Uh, of course, like I said, the defending NXT US World Heavyweight Champion uh, Kendrick Lowdown Smith. Uh, he, he has yeah he has had to make his arrival. Uh, <clears throat> so we we continue to wait on him. And also, of course, Gerard's uh, tag team championship partner, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, we continue to wait on her arrival as well. Of course, for the for the big tag team title match we'll have tonight, the top heel tag team belts will be up for grabs as as the attitude duo, as I have dubbed them. <laughs> there you go. 
uh, the two mm-hmm. top heels. There you go. Hey, I, I like that one better. I, I, might, I might do that one. What did you say? Heels. What was that one? I was going to say the, t- the, the top heels. No, uh, there you go, yeah. Yeah, that worked better? Okay, I'll say that one. I'll do that one. As the top heels will... Uh, King uh, NWO Duarte Smith, and like I said, his partner, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodd, will of course defend against both Big Bad Bob Ziggler <clears throat> and the last kicker, Anne Marie Rockenbach. And uh, and of course, like I said, Bobby is is still one hungry boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, like I said, the one belt Feed has not. Feed him uh, more. Feed him more. <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you believe that on a lot of his He's got two or three emails, which one, a couple of them have to do with Ryback. He's a Ryback fan as well. So uh, he's a Ryberg uh, fan. Wow. He's a, he likes Ryberg. Hey, J- Bobby, you like Ryberg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, let me ask you this: What was your take about his attitude the other night on Raw? How are going heel? He's going heel. Damn it! Yes. I might actually like him now. <laughs> was that was that was that a surprise though? I mean, I'm sorry, Bobby. Go ahead, say your thing, please. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I forgot he walked out on the team here. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm of course. Was anybody surprised that he was going to do that? Look, I was. Was that right back was going to turn heel? Was there, Was anybody? <coughs> I wasn't. Was anybody, no, I mean he's been there but before. He, but he doesn't make a good heel, though. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Like I said before, he is Goldberg with RBD's tights on. So uh, <laughs> not anymore. Oh really? Oh, he's doing the. Uh, Got rid of the tights. Remember, I told you I showed you a picture. That's right, you did. Yeah, oh, he's doing the. He's doing. He's trying to look like Goldberg. Yes, okay. He's doing the full fledged Goldberg thing. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, but now. Uh, he's got R on the front of his tights, and he's got big guy on the back. So I guess because people are making fun of him, so I guess he puts some stuff on his tights. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, my goodness. Well, okay, well, there you go. There you go. And parents, I like what he said, though. I like the, the thing that he said about the glass ceiling and uh, reaching for the brass. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he said that in the promo and uh, what was it uh, the other night? Hour, yeah. Oh my goodness, fan, unbelievable. But um, folks, like I said, uh, as we continue to wait for, like I said, two of our folks here, I will go ahead and let everyone know that tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow night's Revolution, we're going to take a little bit of a breather from the trivia title pay per views here, so. Uh, well, but what we are going to do is going to do something, of course, that uh, we have been getting uh, prepped here for quite some time, uh, ever since before Christmas. And finally, it's all set and ready to go. And so tomorrow night on Revolution, we are going to have the Ministry of Darkness Fantasy Stable pay-per-view. And like I said, there are nine matches that are going to be involved in this. Before I read off those matches, I do happen to see a Gerard. I think I do happen to see the infamous Spider. The spider is here. Uh, you know what I to do. I know what to do. Those letters yeah. are. What is this? Jingo? No, sorry. The letters are on the spider is TBWB, the Black Widow Bitch. <laughs> 
the one and the only Black Widow herself, the lovely Michelle Lynn Dodge, has made it on here to the line. <laughs> she is, of course, the Paula Heyman to Gerard's Paul Heyman, of course, known as the Attitude Duo on um, Attitude Radio every Saturday night at night right here on TalkShoot.com. She's also the very first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. Michelle, welcome to episode number 35 of NWO Wolfpack. <laughs> well, that was a hell of an entrance, and uh, yeah, nice to see my brothers back, and uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, you could tell he's kind of fired up there. Uh, yeah. You're hard. I'm fired. I've been fired up since <laughs> right That's it. That's it. I've and been like filling said, the tank. <laughs> that's right. Indeed. That's all he needed, and uh, <laughs> he continues to absolutely. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, tomorrow night on Revolution, we'll be doing, like I said, the Ministry of Darkness Fantasy Stable pay-per-view. Of course, a lot of people say, it's about time you do that. I think, yes, it is. And I will read down once again the list of matches. There will only be nine matches in here, guys. But I think you also love the matches. I'll go and run down to them right back. The matches are as follows. Midian will take on Sabu and Mankind in a triple threat match. Match number two will be Viscera taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. That's going to be a powerhouse. Match, match number three will be a manager's match as Paul Bearer will take on Paul Heyman. Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Game number four will be Gangrel taking on the one and only Jake the Snake Roberts. That's going to be a great one. Uh, number five is going to be a, another uh, fatal four-way as Christian will go against Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Owen Hart. Big-time matchup right there, yes. Match number six will be Edge taking on Ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, <laughs> match number seven will be Farouk in a triple threat match versus Booker T. And, Gerard, you'll love this, Scott Hall. <clears throat> hey, yo! <laughs> yes. And it gets better. The matches get better. Match number eight will pit Bradshaw, not as JBL, but just as plain old Bradshaw, taking on Michelle's man, Mr. Leatherpants himself, big sexy Kevin Nash. Yes. Uh-huh. And match number nine will be the ultimate fatal four way match as the Undertaker will go up against the Sandman, Big John Stud, and one half of the Legion of Doom, Road Warrior Animal. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's your lineup there for tomorrow night's Thanksgiving pay-per-view on the Mystery of Darkness. Uh, and tomorrow night on Revolution, we will have that taking place. Uh, well, I see, like I said, with Michelle Adabi uh, coming on, but Kendrick has not yet arrived. Uh, he hasn't answered my uh, message either. So. Yeah, well, he told he told John earlier that he was going to be on here. He so, told me uh, yesterday too, sir. Yeah, so, okay. Well, maybe, like I said, something's happening. He's running a little bit behind. Uh, well, sir. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, like I said here, folks, we've got uh, we've got one match here, everyone. we got all we got all <laughs> four of the folks here. And uh, I'll say it straight in a minute. we got one match that we can go ahead and do. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, we can go ahead and knock it out now, uh, or we can continue to wait a few more minutes for Kendrick. Um, um, I just want to say I'm sorry I'm late, but I had a child with a meltdown. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
uh-oh. Yeah. What a... His co- his, well, his coach is pissed him off tonight, so, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'd listen no. to this shit all the way home, and then I had to fight with him to get him to go to bed and everything else because he's pissed off, yeah. It's been a great evening. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, what better way to vent off some steam than defending your defending a championship? How's that? With my favorite person of all times. Well, of course. That's that's even makes it much, that much. That's just too sweeter. Because we are top heel king and queen bitch. On queen bitch. Oh. Yeah. He's king of <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Hey, that's not bad. Hey, Gerard, I got it. I've got it, bud. Right there, the name. I've got it right here. I got it. She just gave me an idea. NWO royalty. I like it. What about about it, bud? What do you think, man? You're king, she's queen. (gasps) Hey. And I'm a bitch. (laughs) Oh. Uh, I will go ahead and read off um, a couple of things here to you, Michelle, here, especially the birthdays. You might find it pretty interesting. Uh, One of them is um, former WWE diva and current TNA uh, knockout, I guess you can call her. Maria is 34 years old. (coughs) Uh, Yes, that's right. Yep. Today also would have been. This is the, this is this is a, a very somber birthday, but it would have been the forty fifth birthday of Sean O'Hare. Aww. Yeah, forty five. I didn't believe he was going to be. He would have been that old. And also, my favorite thing, and if it had been for JD Spawn, I would have been able to do something sweet. But no, you can still do it now. Okay, I can still do it now. Um. Um. Michelle, there's someone that celebrated their birthday today and something I would not even expect it. First off, I'm going to give you this clue. I'm sure this will tell you who it is. Woo! I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I was hiccuping, and I don't want to do it in your ear. Oh, that's okay. I, I, okay, never mind. I won't say that. Anyway, woo! Rick Flair? Today, and, and, and take a wild guess, Michelle. A wild guess. How old does he turn today? Um, no one say anything. I want her to tell you. Say 64? 65? Close. 67. Ooh, damn, really? Yeah, I thought he was older than that. <laughs> I did too, honestly. I thought he was at least 70. But we talked about it. I think we said the oldest one, I mean, I mean there's one even older than Flair, and that's Terry <coughs> Funk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Terry Funk is in his 70s. Yeah, and I'm Flair, going to Google his uh, info right now. I'll tell you how old he is Flair in a and Hogan's up there and all that. Yeah. But I didn't think Rick Flair, I thought Flair was older than that. But 67. Wow. Yeah. I'm 40. Not, I'm still old. You're 21. There you go. Yeah, Shit, I wish. Terry Funk is 71. Wow. 71. 72 this year, yep. 
He's been fighting since he's 1965, since he was like 20 or 21, however. My goodness. 20. Is Anne here? here? She is. She is. She is uh, sitting here. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, she's. Uh, she, she's. She's on Skype. Uh, she's here, just watching everything going on, and uh, uh, she's mm. of course on waiting to. Uh, uh, yeah, she's. You know. Yeah, you know why she's here. Yeah, she's. She's about. Yes. Okay. Oh, there's even a Wikipedia page on this guy. There's even an... Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. No, no, I was the ones that are still currently living. Okay. Oh. Oh. I think we got a few minutes here. Let me let me, let me, let me, let me, I gotta run these down. Let me run these, let me, let me, let me run these down real fast. Y'all gonna blow, this is gonna blow your mind. There's some, there's, a, there's a bunch of them that's even older than, even older than Funk is. You're gonna be unbelievable. <clears throat> and these, this is not just wrestlers, these are also announcers and stuff too. Okay? So, so y'all, y'all, y'all think about this. Number one is Bill Mercer, the voice of WCCW. He is 90 years old. Holy crap! But he just turned. See, he see he just actually turned 90. His birthday was on the 13th of this of this month. Damn. And the second one, believe it or not, is another announcer, Lance Russell. He is 89. He's the voice of Memphis Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, believe it or not, one of the I don't want to say I don't like using this term. I'm going to say it anyway. One of the midget wrestlers is also up there too. He actually wrestled was one of those that wrestled at WrestleMania three. Lord Littlebrook. He's eighty seven. Cowboy Bob Ellis is next. He's eighty six. He was the one that invented the bulldog finishing maneuver. First prominent hmm. cowboy character in wrestling. My goodness, my goodness. Uh, <coughs> let's see. Okay, this one is apparently as a Mexican wrestler. I'm not sure. Pampiro Furpo, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Uh-huh. He, he's 85. Uh, El Mongo is also 85. He's the oldest surviving Mexican wrestler. El Mongo. Huh. Yes. Uh, not to interrupt, but I'm going to call right back because my child is having another meltdown and my mother is screaming at me at the back door. So I will call right back in just a few minutes when I handle this. Okay, no problem. Thank you. No problem. I'll be right no back. Problem. Okay, all right. Ouch. Man, poor guy. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Lynn Rossi is 86. He was, is, is all it says here. He's a legend in Tennessee. Uh, okay. Don Leo Jonathan is 84. He's an American. He was an American wrestler, but he lives in Canada. Hmm. Yeah. You've heard of him, Gerard? No, but he lives in Canada. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dick Byer is 84. He was best known for portraying the masked wrestlers, the Destroyer, and Doctor X. What was his name again? Dick Byer. That's like Dick Hurts. <laughs> 
No, it doesn't right now, man. But don't. Okay. Anyway, he's also, <laughs> he's also the father of Kurt Beyer. Is that name familiar, JD? Kurt Beyer. I think I've heard the name. Yeah, I I'll have to Google it, but I'm pretty sure that name sounds familiar. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. The next one is Dave Kidney, and I'm saying how upset Kidney, as in the body part. Yes, yeah. that's his way he spells his name. He's 85. And he's, believe it or not, guys, the oldest British wrestler still working. Hmm. Uh, Danny Hodge is 83. Yeah, that's that is the Oklahoma legend. Yeah, Rene Goulet is also 83. Former WWF uh, wrestler. Gene LaBelle is 83. Uh, he was a promoter and announcer in Los Angeles. Yep, and I think he has a gym, too. Uh, Caswell Martin is 84. He wrestled in the United Kingdom, Germany, and Japan. Okay. Uh, Stan Holick, who, he is 82. He was from Canada, but now he lives in, he lives in the U.S. Okay. Uh, Gerard, I'm going by what it says on the thing here, but that's all I'm reading. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all right. Uh, Gyps- G- Gypsy Joe is 82. He's still alive. Mr. Wrestling 2 is 81. He's a former NWA Florida champion. Also seen uh, NTA. Number 18, and this is a name we all wish you remember this, Jose Lothario. Huh. He, is, he is 81. Of course, he was well known for as being the trainer of Shawn Michaels, especially during the match at WrestleMania 12. I think that's what... That's what uh, yeah. Mr. Fuji is on this list. He is 80. Ooh. Manager and former WWF tag team champion billed as Japanese. In reality, he is an American citizen. Okay. Hmm. I've, interesting. Number 20 is Moose Moroski. M-O-R-O-W-S-K-I. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Anyway, he's 80 years old. Um, Gerard, I think he's a Canadian boy here. Um uh, uh, Former NWA Canadian heavyweight international tag team and Austro Asian heavyweight champion. Good Lord. Wow. Uh, number 21, of course, JD, of course, one of our favorites we talk about here all the time. Bruno San Martino. He is 80. The longest reigning WWF champion is what I have here. Number 22 is Jack Lanza. He is also 80. He is, the law, he is a long-standing road agent for the WWF, and he also was a member of the tag team course, the Blackjacks. Everyone remembers that, yes. Number 23 is Mario Milano. He is 81. He is a four-time, I, I guess he's Italian. That's what the flag looks like. Four-time IWA World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, boy, it keeps getting, my goodness. Okay, let's see. So who else we have here? Oh, yeah, Dominic DiNucci. Yes, I know this name, too. Uh, he is also 80 years old. He's a former WWF Tag Team Champion. Ah, number 25, yes, Larry Henney. He is 79. He is, of course, the father. He was known as the Axe. He was the father of the late Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henney, and, of course, an AWA legend. Yes. Uh, number 26, Mark Lewin, L-E-W-I-N. Uh, he is 78. 
He's a multi-time regional champion. He was a member of Kevin Sullivan's Army of Darkness. Okay. Number 27, George the Animal Steel. Yes, everyone remembers that. He is now a, he's a road agent in WWF, and he starred in the movie Ed Wood. Didn't know that. Have you ever seen that movie? Anyone seen that movie? Sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I thought it was, wasn't it, wasn't Johnny Depp was in that or something, I think. I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah, yeah and, I think so. It was kind of a weird movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Anything with Johnny Depp to me is kind of weird, but <laughs> not everything. But yeah. uh, Number 29 is Angelo Mosca. He is 77. He, I'm sorry, I skipped one. I'm sorry. The next one is Jerry Brown. He is 78. He is one half of the famous 70s version of the Hollywood Blondes. Yes. Then the next one is Angelo Mosca. He is 77. He was a dual sports star with the CFL in Canada. Number 30 is Omar Atlas. He is also 77. He is a former NWA Central States champion. Number 31 is Paul Vachon. Is that in the same family as um, Luna and all them? Mm. I think. I mean, Vachon is spelled the same way. I would assume it's under the same family, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. They had a pretty big family. Right. He he is 77. He was a former AWA tag team champion. So that would make sense, though. Who have we gone over? Sorry about that. I didn't have a beep coming in. It's an important call, though. Okay. Number number 33 I got here. I'm already down to that. There's just there's, there's a few uh, a few more there, folks. Abe Jacobs. He is 78. He's a former NWA World Tag Team Champion. Number 34, y'all might not know right away, but until I tell you uh, who exactly, uh, Sheik Adnan Akais, Casey, I guess how you pronounce it. Oh, El Casey. El Casey, okay. He is seventy Yeah, but he he was the one that was known as General Adnan during yeah. the time in the WWF. Yeah. Number thirty-five is Lars Anderson. He is seventy-six. He was an NWA Tag Team Champion. Number thirty-six is Paul Christie, also seventy-six, an NWA and ICW legend. Number 37, Bill Watts is even known as Blade List, guys. He is 76. He was a promoter of Mid-South Wrestling and, of course, the UWF. Number 38, uh, of course, uh, the father of uh, the Road Dog and Brad and Scott and all of them, the Armstrong family, Bullet Bob Armstrong, who is 76. And, of course, he's the patriarch of the Armstrong Wrestling family. Number 39, Roger Kirby is 76. Former NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion and two times AWA Southern Tag Team Champion. And number 40 is Zoltan B O S C I K J D. I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher this. Oh, no, his that's name. okay. Bashik. Bashik is the best way I can Sounds familiar, yeah. Bashik, yeah. Yeah, he is 77. He was a former British lightweight champion. Uh, let's see here. The one, one I want to know. Okay, they don't. Okay, they don't have that list that I want to see of the of the ones who are just still. Okay, yeah, 
Alright, they wouldn't have anything like that on here. So, okay. But you'd be surprised as to uh <laughs> as to who was uh who's that who's still who is still alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm unbelievable. I'm surprised Terry Funk wasn't on that list. But like forty forty guys right there are right there close to eighty or above eighty years old. Or close to a hundred as well. And ladies and gentlemen, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds did have to leave us momentarily, but she will be back. Um, we won't say why, of course. She, I'm sure she already she already told us why, but we won't say why. Uh, <clears throat> um, but uh, hopefully she'll be back on here momentarily. Uh, of course, we're still waiting the arrival of the lowdown Kendrick Smith. Um, Gerard, I think what we'll do is once Michelle gets back on, I think what we'll do is go ahead and have the tag match tonight. And Bobby, as for the NXT US match, we'll try to get a hold of Kendrick and find out if he can do it sometime next week. Because uh-huh. if he's not popping on here by now, then more than likely he's he's probably he's probably tied up. Tied yeah. up, yeah. So so Gerard we'll have we'll have the tag match tonight there, partner. Yeah, all right. But as soon as we're going to wait for Michelle, of course, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to start with that, of course. So, uh, Okay. And and we got to ask you this, too, Gerard, because you, you didn't get really a chance to hear your thoughts about this on Tuesday night. Your overall thoughts about the Fastlane pay-per-view, if you had a chance to look at it, what was your take on it? Uh, yes, I did watch it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I, I liked uh, most of it. Uh, I didn't really. I don't like what they're doing with the New Day and uh, the Legion of. Uh, I almost said Legion of Doom. <laughs> of nations or. Uh, I don't know where the hell they're going with it. I don't like it. They should stop it right now. They're both heel. You can't have heel and heel. Um, so uh, apparently they're going to probably proceed with it. Uh, one of them is going to have to turn face. And don't turn the New Day face. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I will be sour and I won't <laughs> like it. Uh, That's right. And uh but the other was uh pretty good. Um uh, we got to see KO do uh pretty good match up there. We got to see the puff up power bomb and a super kick party apparently. Everybody was doing super kicks. Uh and I can't believe JBL said that. Uh, that was crazy. I almost uh, fell out, fell out of the chair there when I heard JBL. So I was like, "What the hell?" Um, but uh, everybody loves a good super kick. Well, I do. Uh, and uh, the Jericho and uh, AJ Styles matchup was really good. And I can see them going ahead uh, with a team now. Uh, I think they'd make a really good uh, tag team, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know how long Jericho is going to hang around for. 
before maybe he has to go back on the road to do his music thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh... For 40, I think he's 46 or 40-something. He still got it. Yes, he does. Uh... <clears throat> And your take on that, and, and also another question, of course, we've also got to ask, your take on Monday Night Raw this past Monday night. Uh, of course, we talked about one thing in particular with the return of Shane McMahon and all that, but your take on the overall show. Yeah, the show was pretty good. It didn't have Kevin Owens in it, uh, which sucked. Uh, they should always have Kevin Owens, KO Mania. Make it happen. Uh, I want to see KO versus AJ Styles. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good show. Uh, I guess uh, some of the feuds are heating up, which I like. Uh, (coughs) Fully uh, developing, like uh, Dean Ambrose and uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, the Triple H and uh, Roman uh, thing. So uh, we just got to see a little more coming. I heard JDG this the other day. They're cutting Becky out of the championship match now. No, I think I heard what they're going to do is put Becky and Sasha in a match on Monday and determine who will be the number one contender. Yeah, and it's going to be probably the boss because I heard they're cutting Becky. They're not gonna let Becky in the match now. They're not gonna have a three-way at Mania. That sucks. Because I think she blows. Yeah. And Becky's been working her ass off, and now yep. if she doesn't get a shot at Mania, come on, that's bullshit. They yep, I agree. They have uh, a three-way. Yes. Certainly. I mean, why, why take away? This is this is this is what we've been talking about here. The WWE is just, just cutting corners to make itself look good, and you know this right here would this would be a, this would be a match at WrestleMania that would blow the roof off. In my personal yep. opinion, I mean, I agree. Diva, not just a Divas match, a triple threat Divas match, and a championship triple threat yeah. Divas match. On top of that, I mean, why in the world would you want to? Why in the world would you want to cut that? Mm-hmm. You're you're right. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I got also got to ask Gerard this about the deal with Shane McMahon. Everything, let me ask your opinion, Gerard. Everything that Shane McMahon was saying to, to especially right at Stephanie this past Monday night <coughs> about 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 her and Triple H running WWE down to the ground with all these things like the 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 wrestler injuries and the uh, well, the stock going down and all this other stuff. What's your take on what he said about that? Um, they have nothing to do with the wrestling or injuries. Injuries are part of uh, wrestling, part of sports. If Triple H gets injured or Roman gets injured, that's nothing on management or the owner. Like, uh, I don't know, he kind of went off uh, on that, like, that's got nothing to do with like, like if if you had a boss, like if your boss and I got injured, the boss can't say, "Oh man, like what the hell?" Like you get injured, you get injured. But uh, well, sure. And Vince, uh, <clears throat> like I'll say this, I say it a 
100 times. Uh, I don't know, like, Shane's got to still answer to Vince. Triple H and Stephanie answer to Vince. So if they say, hey, guys, let's do uh, a Brock, uh, Brock, uh, Roman, Dean, Triple H, four-way at Mania, they got to take it past Daddy. They got to ask Vince. And Vince will say, no, I want Triple H and Roman. That's how it is. And he's got final say. So, Because look at what uh, Triple H has done with NXT, I guess. Yeah, I think he has pretty uh, final say there. And he look how their, uh, their run down there, they, they ran great. So when Shane gets control of Raw, it's still probably going to be not as good because maybe Shane has great ideas, but he's got to pass them by Vince. And Vince will say, no, I don't want that. I want Dolph versus KO still or whatever. But yeah, man, you gotta lighten up. You gotta shake up the, shake it up a little bit. Well, sure. I would, uh, I would, I would definitely agree with that too. Definitely agree with that. And also now, just joining us here on the line here, <clears throat> is uh, of course part of now part of Wrestling Revisited and Raw Radio. Also, right now as it stands, the current NXT U.S. World Heavyweight Champion. It is, of course, the one and the only lowdown Kendrick Smith. He has made it on here. Uh, Kendrick, welcome, of course, to episode number 35 of Wolfpack. What's up, man? I told you guys I'd make it. I didn't want uh, Bobby to think I was running away from a good challenge. I'm going to lay us and smack us down tonight, so, you know. Lay us and smack us down. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> okay, well. Uh, Gerard, while we continue to wait on Michelle, we'll go ahead and get this match out of the way, and and when she comes on, we'll do the other. That sound all right? Sound yeah, cool? Yeah, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Okay, if you got any questions, uh, uh, Gerard, uh, Bobby, please think of a couple to ask Kendrick and Bobby, and uh, I'll let you know when uh, um, to bring them to bring them on if I if I need it. So uh, I'll let you know. Swing tonight without without internet, Bobby. So uh, you may walk away champion tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, JD. I'm sure you got the. You, get, you still have the score from the I other night. I saw the score at four to two. Yes, I do. Four to two in favor of. It is in favor of Kendrick. In favor of Kendrick, like I said, this is this is match number sixteen of Revolution Reborn. As the lowdown Kendrick Smith has come back to defend the NXT US World Headway title, which Kendrick, I still have been keeping the belt company right here. I will let you know about that. So, <laughs> I was wondering why I couldn't sleep good last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's so good that you didn't have the belt in your hand there, didn't you? <laughs> okay, well, like I said here tonight, of course, uh, is the lowdown Kendrick Smith coming back to defend that belt against Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Okay, so here we go here. I think we go into JD, I think question number, I think this was number five that yes. uh, John had asked. Okay, all right, we, we start off at the halfway point of this of this middle of this match. This was a question that John had posed before everyone had to leave on Tuesday night. And so this question will will start us off. And here we go. <clears throat> uh, Kendrick and Bobby, listen very, very carefully. Yokozuna last eliminated which of the following superstars to win the 1993 Royal Rumble match? Was it A, the Macho Man Randy Savage, B, Owen Hart, C, Tatanka, or D, The Undertaker? And, uh, Bobby, I'll start with you. You spell Yokozuna? Y-O-K-O-Z-O-N-A. Yokozuna. 
Uh, hey, you know how you spell Yokozuna? Bonsai! <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, the, the biggest, the best way to spell that, yes. But that's why you do it. That's why you spell it, Bob. So, so, so what he did? What now? Like I, I didn't hear the question though. Okay, Yokozuna last eliminated which of the following four superstars to win the 1993 Royal Rumble match? And here are your choices: Is it A. the Macho Man Randy Savage, B. Owen Hart, C. Tatanka, or D. The Undertaker? Hmm. In the 1967? 1990, 1993, Royal Rumble match. Who's up? Am I answering? Uh, Bob, uh, I told uh, Bobby is looking it up. Um, so I told him he can go first, but um, unless, unless, Kendrick, you have an answer to it already? I- I think I know the answer because I've ever been the worst Royal Rumble I've ever seen in my life. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, Bo- Bobby, uh, how close are you coming there, buddy? It's getting close. Let's see here. What was the answer? Um, a, the Macho Man Randy Savage. B, Owen Hart. C, Tatanka. Or D, The Undertaker. Let's see here. Yogi's in the last eliminate one of these men to win that the to win the ninety three Royal Rumble match. Okay, it it was Owen Hart. You're saying it was Owen Hart? Yes. Okay, and Kendrick? Uh, I'm gonna go with Randy Savage. Okay, and believe it and uh and this since this was John's question, I'm gonna get verification from John. Uh, John, the question, this is the question you asked Tuesday night for, for the NXT U.S. World Title match. Can you verify, can, can you verify the, uh, the, the answer to this question that you posed, please? I want to make sure I get verification. Okay. Okay, believe it or not, Kendrick, you are correct. It was, in fact, the Macho Man Randy Savage that he was, he was, he eliminated to win, to win the 93 Rumble. Yeah, Bob. Bob, I did say the nineteen ninety three there, bud. It said that he was eliminated. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need, we need, we need. Yeah, we need verification. I'll, I'll do. I'll look it up. Hold on. We need verification. And okay. and while you and while and while you do that, uh, JD, I have to step away for two minutes. Uh, Gerard, if you don't mind, my friend, please take care of the plug. I will be right back. Alrighty. <clears throat> One seven two four 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 seven four four four, <laughs> and the ID number. I know where it's. It's like we're golfing. I understand. the The ID number is one three eight five two one. I think a pound, and hit that number one, and you can talk to the fabulous people. On the line right now. You know, I love the way you talk, man. I'm like, I'm not gay or anything. I'm just saying, I I, I love the way you talk. <laughs> well, thank all right, you. Hold, all right, hold on a second. Who who said Savage? Uh, I said uh, Randy Savage. You said Randy Savage, and Bobby, what did you say again? I said Owen Hart. 
No, it's it's Randy Savage. I'm looking at the thing right now. Kendrick was right, however. It was Savage. Sorry, Bobby. Alright. Alright, so it's 5-2 now in favor of Kendrick. So, we'll wait till Chad gets back. Best in the world! <laughs> hey, you're best at the world at what you do. That's right. What do is eat covenant. That's right, and we, of course, we're waiting on verification of the, and thank you, Gerard, for the plug. Yeah, we already did that, Chad. And what was the, what was the, what was the, what was the answer? It was definitely Randy Savage, however. It was, it was Randy Savage, okay. So, Kendrick, you do, okay, so the score, uh, give it to me now, uh, JD. 5-2, Kendrick. Okay, all right. <clears throat> okay, okay, 5-2, Kendrick. I one. You, you have one, okay, uh. Uh, Gerard, if you have one, I'll let you do. I'll let you take number. What would be number? Yeah. You, this be number. This be number six. For We're on six now. JD. Okay, JD. Uh, Gerard, I'll let you take number seven. So. All right. Uh, okay. Um, Iceman, go ahead. Uh, Kendrick and Bobby, listen very, very closely to JD. Uh, he has the next. Uh, the next question. Okay. We're going a little extreme, if you will. Let's just say. Taz was involved in a triple threat match in his very last match back in 1999 in Chicago at Anarchy Rules. Your question is, name if you can name me one of the two competitors that competed with him in the triple threat, however, to compete for the ECW World's title. And Kendrick, we'll start with you. Uh, triple threat match. Right. Huh. Do I get choices? Yes, you can have choices. Your have choices, choices are A, Rob Van Dam, B, Mike Awesome, or C, Lance Storm. Uh, are two of those answers correct, or is one of them? One of those three is uh, in there, however. Okay. <laughs> What 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 uh championship was it for again? The ECW World's Heavyweight Title. Uh, one you, you name one of these three. However, you don't have to name the other person. You can name one of these three that I listed in your choices to compete uh, for the ECW World's Title. Trying to figure out, like I think I uh, <sighs> see. I was always a big fan of Taz, and I know I'm usually uh. Can I get to the choices one more time? Yes, you may. And Bobby, there's a few too. A, Rob Van Dam. B, Mike Awesome. Or C, Lance Storm. I'm going to guess and say Lance Storm. Okay. Bobby? Who was it that they were competing against? Taz was involved in a triple threat match at Anarchy Rules 1999, however. Your question is... There was two competitors he competed with. You can name one of the two if you want, however, and your choices are A, Rob Van Dam, B, Mike Awesome, or C, Lance Storm. Can I re-go my answer? Uh, uh, oh, you already locked your answer in, Kendrick. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, I can't answer again? No. Yeah, you locked him, bud. I'm going to Rob Van Dam. All right. The answer is you were both not correct. It was Mike Awesome. 
Rob Van Dam competed with Balls Mahoney in the main event, and Lance Storm fought in the opening matchup against Jerry Lynn. The other person that he competed with in the match, you didn't have to list them, was Masato Tanaka. <clears throat> okay, okay. So it is still 5-2. Uh, still 5-2 in favor of Kendrick here, NXT US World Headweight title here up for grabs. <clears throat> uh, uh, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, uh, We'll have question, has, I'm sure has question number seven all up ready to go. So <clears throat> Kendrick and Bobby listen directly to King and W.O. He has the next question. All righty. We're going to go to <clears throat> WrestleMania 19. So my question is, well... Yeah, I guess it's a two-parter. Um, so, Hawk Hogan faced Vince McMahon, and what kind of match and what kind of stipulation was on the match? Like, with the match, sorry. Right, What, right. what year was it? What? What year was it, he said? What year? Hold on. Um... I believe it was 03, Gerard. Yes, it was. Sorry, Chad. Yes, it was. Yeah, 03, yeah. Excellent question, Gerard. Great question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Who went first? Um... Um, whoever wants to, I guess. Yeah. And so the, the so the question, like I said, laid out by King NWO is as follows: the match between Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19 in 2003. The, the, the question he's asking is that uh, what type of match it was it, and what was the stipulation in that match? That, oh. that is that uh, is correct, I... right? But Gerard, that wasn't what you were asking, correct? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I need uh, it's a two-part question. I need to know uh, like what kind of match it was, and there was a stipulation in the match. <clears throat> okay. I think I have the answer. Okay. All right, load on. All right, I'm gonna go with street fight, and had Hogan lost, he would have been forced to retire. All right, uh, let's go to Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Um, I'm going to say the same thing. All right. You are both correct. Okay. Okay. So, J.D., the score is now? 7-4 to four in favor of Kendrick. 7-4. to four. Okay. All right. Thank oh. you very much, sir. What's it? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Katie, did you have? Did you have the? Uh... Yeah, seven four. You said seven four. I thought you had to read. Had to, had to recheck it. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. No. Seven to right. four. Seven four. Jeez, it's all but seven and four tonight, eh? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! 
Okay. Question number eight we're already up to now. <clears throat> the NXT US World Heavyweight title, Kendrick Lowdown Smith defending against Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Okay, here's one here's what I've been thinking about here. During the okay, one of the <clears throat> stipulations in the in the match at the Great American Bash in nineteen ninety and the world title match, I should say, between Sting and Ric Flair was <clears throat> that there would be there would be four wrestlers standing at ringside. <clears throat> their 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 purpose and my 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 question has to do has to do with that, and and, and this is also going to be a two parter. So listen very carefully. The first question is. <clears throat> Name all four. Uh, name name the group. That name name the um, what was the name given to these four men who were standing at ringside during this match? And B, who were they? Who who were they supposed to protect the ring against? And Kendrick, I will start with you. Um, I'm kind of confused on the question. Okay. Okay. All right. Great American Bash, 1990. This world title match between Sting and Flair. Okay. <coughs> One of the stipulations was that at ringside there was there was four men, two of them on both sides of the ring. They were standing at ringside. Okay. My the the the, the two parts I have for the question are as follows. A name. Give me the. I need the name of the name that was given to these four men that was standing at ringside during this match. And B, who are they? Who are they? Who are they? Uh, um, who are they uh, guarding the ring again? We'll say against. That's 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 what I, that's the that's the uh, that's the answers I need. Shit, one Bobby, I'm sure you're checking on this as well. American Bash, what year was it? Great, 1990. The match between Sting and Flair for the world title. This was one of the special stipulations that was placed in this match. I think I might have the answer. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I think uh, the Steiner brothers, Paul Orndorff, and the Junkyard Dog, dudes with attitude, 
They uh they didn't want uh the four horsemen to interfere. Okay. All right. So you so you're saying the first the first part of your answer you're saying they were called the dudes with attitude, and the second part you're saying they were protected in the ring from the four horsemen. Yes. Bobby. Uh, the dudes with attitude, and I'm not to say the same thing because that's what I'm seeing right here. So. You're both you're both correct. Yes, it was, and like I said, it was just, it was the type of Steiner brothers, Paul Orndorff and the Junkyard Dog that was defending, and actually they actually came into play in during that match too, which was quite interesting in that too. But uh, <clears throat> all right, match all right, all right, question number nine in match number sixteen of Revolution Reborn, NXT US World Heavyweight Title. Okay, let's see here. Hmm. And it's hmm. nine six as we speak. Nine six. Okay. All right. So it still could be anybody's match. Uh, okay. Mm, let's see. I know. I may have done this question before, and forgive me if I don't remember when it was. I'm gonna try this. This one just popped in my head. Okay. <clears throat> During. The WWF Championship match at the 1991 Royal Rumble between the Ultimate Warrior and Sergeant Slaughter. Who who first distracted the Ultimate Warrior to get him to leave the ring long enough to be um, ambushed by Randy Savage? And Kendra, I will start with you. Uh... So I, um, can you repeat that question? I'm trying to. I'm kind of confused on it. Okay, 1991 Royal Rumble, the WWF title match between the Ultimate Warrior and the and uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Someone came out to the ring to distract the Warrior long enough for him to leave the ring, and 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 that and and the Warrior chased that person towards. The entrance way only to be ambushed by Randy Savage. Who was the person that <clears throat> that 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 uh, that the Ultimate Warrior eventually chased? And what pay per view was it? Nineteen ninety one Royal Rumble. Championship match. Uh, I'm just gonna. This is around the time that uh, uh, was this? Uh, fuck it, Sherry. You're you so you're saying Sherry? Yes. Okay, Bobby. Just make sure I got wrote down right. Who distracted the Ultimate Warrior in the Royal Rumble? Nineteen ninety-one Royal Rumble. That's right. And also, while you're doing that, we'll let you know that I believe it's Ray from Robin Ray's Wrestling Page is logged into the chat box. So, Ray, welcome to episode 35 of NWO Wolfpack. You have myself, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, uh, the Iceman Jared D. Geronimo, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, <clears throat> the Lowdown Kendrick Smith, Big Bad Bob Ziegler, and uh, Human Suppress Machine John Gross, and also the last speaker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, is also here as well. So, welcome. Okay. Um, okay, and, and uh, Bobby, do you have an answer as well? Uh, I'm trying to think. 
trying to see if it says it to you. Okay. All right. And this was for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. It was for the WWF World Title. It was for the main championship itself. Hmm. Don't know if I'm looking at the right thing or not. But... Okay. Well, keep in mind, uh, like uh, like I said, that Kendrick has already answered. He has said that Sherry was the one that caused the Ultimate Warrior to leave the ring to be ambushed by Randy Savage. <clears throat> Let's see. This is not a two-parter, is it? No, it's not a two-parter. Okay, no. just a second. It's just one. It's just one answer. Okay. This was against Sergeant Slaughter, right? Yes, it was. It was against Sergeant Slaughter. Mm. And by all means, take Pepto Bismol for diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me why I said that. I just did. <laughs> Gerard, did you happen to see the video of Stone Cold drinking all those mixed drinks? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was, I like that video. That was a sweet Yeah, that was a sweet that was video. That hilarious. What the hell yeah. is this shit? I'm not drinking this. <laughs> I'm ready for my next uh, uh, record. I'm going to get the out of here. You hear me? I'm serious. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> He's drinking his own beer at the end of it. That's I, like, I like the, what the hell was it, happy birthday or something. Like, the birthday teeny. The birthday teeny. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Isn't that Ric Flair's birthday today? Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. 67. Hey, do you want to guess how old he is? Yeah. Can you guess? Six hundred and twelve. He's been old all my life, so I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> He's a thousand years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick, I wouldn't be surprised. He's it. older than dirt. Look, like, seriously, Google Ric Flair. Like every picture, this guy's old as shit. In so. Well, believe it or not, Kendrick, he's sixty-seven. I guess I'm gonna go with Sherry as well. Well, both of you are correct. It was in fact Sherry, and of course later on. Uh, this would cause the warrior to eventually lose the title of the Sergeant Slaughter with the help of Randy Savage's scepter. So uh, we're up to number nine now, and JD's score is it is eight to five. Eight to five in favor in, in favor of Kendrick. Kendrick, okay, all right. Uh, match number nine here, and then of course we'll go in right ahead of the main event match. Uh, let me see here. Hmm. Okay, okay. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I've asked this many times, but this is a different variation of that. Okay. <clears throat> that, we, that um, of course, we all know that the way that Batista got into evolution was when he broke, Gold, he broke something on Goldberg to collect $100,000. What was it that he broke? What was it? What, what, what body part of Goldberg's did Batista break in order to get into uh, to collect one hundred thousand dollars and to eventually join Evolution? Was it his knee, his ankle, 
or his arm. And Bobby, I'll start with you. It was his ankle. It was his ankle. Kendrick. His arm. Bobby's right. It was his ankle. H6. Oh, my goodness. As we go down to the final question. Final question, and this question is worth five points. So this is this is anybody's match. NXT US World Heavyweight Belt is up for grabs here. Uh, Kendrick and Bobby, of course, comes in the middle of the ring one, one, one last time to shake hands and to wish each other the best of luck here on this question. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Here, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, okay, I right, let's see. Hmm. Let's see. I did that one already. No, I don't want to repeat that one. Uh, hmm. Oh, okay, I got, I saw this I saw this video on YouTube the other day. This is this is perfect. It got, y'all might remember this. On an, I forget I forget what year this was. But on an episode of of uh, um, SmackDown, Chris Jericho had an actor come come in to um, uh, impersonate Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, then, of course, eventually uh, going face to face with the real Stone Cold Steve Austin and receiving a stunner afterwards. Who was the actor who portrayed Stone Cold in this thing involving? Involving Austin and Jericho. This was leading up, I believe, to a title, an undisputed title match. It was at a No Way Out. I forget what year this was, but um, I will go ahead and get and I will throw this out there. And, and uh, here are the choices. Okay, I'll say, Gerard, come get, come untie my tongue. My tongue is tied by the pretzel. Ugh. Okay, <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here are your choices, there, guys. What the actor that portrayed Stone Cold was it? <clears throat> Let me see. Mm, let's see some good impersonators. Uh, oh yeah, was it? Uh, um, let's see, crap. Was it uh, Daryl Hammond? Was it Will Sasso? Or was it? Uh, oh crap! Was it? Or was it? Uh, um. Um, Chris Farley. Kendrick, I'll start with you. Uh, I think it was Willis Sasso. Bobby? Uh, let's see. Um... Uh, I think it was the same thing. You're both correct. Uh, however, JD, final score is. All right. Kendrick had 13, and Bobby had 11. Kendrick, 13 11, the winner. Yes, so Kendrick, still the still the NXT US World Heavyweight Champion, the lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith. So, Kendrick, my man. Good job, I, guys. Yeah, well done. I get to give you back your belt. There you go. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and, and I've kept it nice and shiny. Bobby. Tremendous yeah. match, but yes. again, as as both our, good as, efforts on both of your parts, guys. Tremen- Very good. Trem- tremendous as always. Yes, great, uh, great match. 
Great, yeah, absolutely. Great match all around. Uh, now, let's see, with uh, Gerard, Michelle had, Michelle never made it back on. Um, hey, Chad, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to get, I got to get off here soon. I came in just for the match. But, uh, hey, Bobby, okay. good match, man. Uh, Thank as you. A as a token of my gratitude, I'll keep the champion, but you can take the GM position. All right. Oh. Oh. Okay. That was nice. Okay. That was well, real nice. Very, there you very go. Very Kendrick, my man. I do. We do appreciate that, bud. Uh, uh, thank you very much, there, partner. Uh, um, and I'm uh, sorry you have to uh, depart here, but uh, congratulations there, of course. And uh, and uh, like I said, you have your belt back in your possession. So congratulations all around. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And that was, of course, like I said, the one only lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith. Of course, he still retains the NXT U.S. World Heavyweight Championship. But, Bobby, you don't go home empty-handed. You have been given control of the NXT U.S. group. So, yes, so we'll have to we'll have to get him set up. We'll have to get him set up in there as well. So we'll get him set up with that as well. But. Uh, <clears throat> And a token of gratitude. What what can you expect, Gerard? Um, Michelle has never made it back on. Um. So we we do need to do this match. So, uh, what do you um? Do we want to talk about this and try to reschedule this match? I say we schedule uh, it's eleven o'clock now. Yeah, because sorry again, close to that. And I said Michelle. Michelle says she was going to try to make it back on, and she hasn't yet. It's already close to 11 o'clock already. Yeah, we'll have to reschedule it. We'll have to reschedule. Okay. All right. I'll let you and Michelle talk it over, and I'll get – and I will – once I once you and her discuss it, you can just let me know, and I'll and I'll, and I'll I'll talk to both Bobby and Ann, and then I'll discuss with them about what when, when we can do it. So, but uh, – but uh, we'll do, we'll we'll just do that. So like I so say, y'all just discuss it and you just let me know whenever a good time or an appropriate time is. So we'll do it that way to make to make it fair. I apologize for the match taking this long. I didn't think it was going to, but I apologize in advance for that. <clears throat> so uh, so but either way, like I said, we did get this match taken care of, and of course Kendrick Smith does walk out of here with the NXT US World Title. But in the process, he gives up his general manager position of NXT US, and he gives it to Big Bad Bob Ziggler as a token of gratitude for a tremendous matchup, indeed. So, <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen, like I said, with a few, few, few with a few minutes left, uh, Gerard, did you have any? I haven't asked this in a long time. Did you have any final uh, wrestling thoughts you wish to share tonight? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, JD, did you have did you have any final wrestling thoughts? Just a happy birthday to the greatest world champion of them all, and I think tonight I'm going to either watch that or probably the best of the ECW arena. Oh, okay, that sounds like a good call as always. Uh, Gregory, I know you haven't talked that much on tonight, but we do thank you for of course being on. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to add tonight? Uh, no, but anyone misses the show, I will be sharing it on the archive page. Uh, just let me know if you want to be a member. I will add you to the group. Sounds great. Thank you very much there, uh, Gregory, uh, for putting that plug out there for the archives page, uh, getting that filled up here big time. We do appreciate that. 
Uh, Anne, did you have any? Did you have any thoughts you wish to share tonight? She does not. She's just shaking her head. No, John said he had something to share though, and I want. And so, John, if you want to go ahead and uh, uh, print it off on here, we'll go ahead and see what see what you have to say right here before we leave the air tonight. And John said this is not a wrestling thought, apparently. Okay. But go ahead, John. Go ahead and see what you have to say for us tonight. Okay. A little bit serious thing here, guys. I don't know if you had a chance to, if you've heard about this or not, but apparently there was another shooting again in Kansas. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, Shame. yeah. Yep. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, uh, find it. Uh, John, you, John, do you also have any details about it as well? You and JD, of course, look at checking it out as well. It's every other day we have to hear something about a shooting. Mm-hmm. Thing that happened in Virginia last night too. Ooh. Okay. He's got some stats, guys. Okay. Four dead, twenty injured. Yeah, it says here the sheriff come in three others dead after shootings in Kansas. Apparently, where was it? John didn't say where it, where it happened. No, fourteen injured. Four, oh. Only four, 14, 14 were injured. Okay. Okay. John did did say exactly where it happened in Kansas. I just thought to have some. How about Heston, Kansas? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking right here. It says a sheriff in South Central Kansas said Thursday four people going to come and are dead. <clears throat> Excuse me. After a series of shootings at a business that's parking on two streets nearby, Harvey County Sheriff T. Walton said at a news conference that all the dead were shot inside XL Industries, a plant in Hess that makes lawnmower products. He said 14 were injured in the shootings. Law enforcement officials killed the gunman who worked at the plant after he began shooting at him. Before driving to the plant, the man fired from his vehicle, said the sheriff. The shooting comes less than a week after what happened in Kalamazoo, leaving six people then two severely wounded. Martin Espinoza, who works at XL, was in the plant during the shooting. He heard plant people yelling to others to get out of the building, then heard popping, and then saw the shooter, a co-worker he described as pretty calm, how typically pretty calm. Espinoza then told the AP, the shooter pointed the gun at him and pulled the trigger, but the gun was empty. At that point, the shooter got a different gun. Martin took off running. said, Espinoza, I looked right at him, he looked right at me. KSN-TV showed a large law enforcement presence at XL Industries and at least one person being loaded into an ambulance. A call to nearby was briefly locked down. There you go. Wow. Well, so there was, a, there, was a, there was a college campus apparently nearby, apparently. Yes. Mm. Oh, man. Well, before we leave the air tonight here, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is getting a little bit late. And uh, if... Um, like I said, uh, Gerard, uh, J.D., Gregory, Bobby, uh, um, I think Ray, if you're, if you're on here, and uh, Ann and John, if you would please, uh, with this with this news that John just broke, that John and J.D. just broke through us here a minute ago, um, I know I don't want to do this at the beginning of a show, but since we just heard about it, I mean, this is just fresh in our minds. Yeah. Um, let's... Before we close out the show tonight, let's let's uh, let's shut our eyes for us a brief brief prayer for the ones who did not for the four who did not um, who did not survive this uh, this this shooting in Kansas. 
Almighty God, thank you for being with us here tonight. And more importantly, say a prayer. By all means, we all are saying prayers tonight for this latest word of this, this, of course, something we always hear about from time to time. This little shooting that happened in this little area in Kansas, the 14 people who were hurt, but the four people who did not survive this, be with their families, their friends, those who knew them well. Keep them comforted. Keep them in good spirits. Keep them knowing that that I'm sure that this was a heinous act and these folks did not die the four folks who did lose their lives did not die, of course, in vain. And also tonight we ask that uh, be with all those who, of course, are part of our radio network family who cannot make it on here, to, who cannot make it on. Be with them as well and uh, guide them as to wherever they need to be, wherever they need to be, and keep them uh, on the straight and narrow. And like I said, hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk to them real, real soon. We ask all this, and of course, in the name of your Son, Lord Almighty, of course, your Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for all of our sins. And I say this in his name I pray. Amen. 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 On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, call ID 138521-POUND, phone number 1724-444-7444. Uh, once again, I want to thank, uh, of course, King Ice, King NWO, GTS, Gerard T. Smith, Annie Iceman, J.D., Jared Geronimo. Also, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, also, Big Bad Bob Ziegler, thank you very much for coming on the line. Also, I've got to give a sh- shout-out to, uh, of course, to the lowdown Kendrick Smith for making it on. Also, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. I know she wasn't on long, but, of course, she did pop on. Uh, also, Ray from Robin Ray's wrestling page. Ray, thank you very much for coming on the line here tonight. And uh, and also, uh, of course, also via Skype tonight, uh, the 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 uh, your team of Super Machine, John Gross from Raw Radio. Also, uh, the the last kicker, uh, Emory Rockenbach via Skype. We thank you very much for coming on here as well. And John John is asking us to to end it on a very positive note, guys. Of course, as we said earlier in the show, happy birthday to the man, the 16-time WCW champion. And I should I should, should I do it like this? I'll do it this way. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and he said that we could all, should all end it with one of these. So if y'all know what I mean, one, two, three. Woo! <laughs> yes. On that note, we thank you so much for joining us for episode number thirty-five of NWO Wolfpack. Of course, the second installment of the WWS Radio Network. I'm of course Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. Uh, th- thanking you for, of course, for uh, listening in and dropping by. And of course, this is always this is uh, this is of course a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. And of course, it is always your wrestling connection. Don't forget tomorrow night on the Friday edition Revolution. Ministry of Darkness Fantasy Stable pay-per-view will take place. So everyone, take care. See you in the ring. And as always, here in the radio network, God bless. Have a good night. Good night. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.